This is Archer of Archer.com. Today is April 1st, 2010. And on this episode of (laughs) (laughs) Archer.com, we've got Larry Vader. Hi, Larry. Hello. We've got Holly. Hi, Holly. Hi. We've got Michael Sage. Hi, Michael. Hello. We've got Turnip Head. Hi, Turnip Head. Hello. We've got Big Licky. Hi, Licky. Hello. <laughs> We've got Larkin. Hi, Larkin. Hello. And David B. How are you? I'm fine. Oh, my gosh. We have a full house tonight. So, 23 da- people in the chat room. Oh, yeah. They'll say 23. You're right. That's very good. Um, so, we were just discussing the uh, issues with the listening, but it sounds like um, Daniel Brewer has it fixed now and people can listen, I hope. You said brewer really well that time. Did I? I uh-huh. Well, I'm you been drinking, Archer. And I've had two <laughs> glasses of wine, too. <laughs> See, maybe oh, you need no. a couple glasses of wine to steady the nerves. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, so I guess everyone can listen now. So, let's see. Um, today's April Fool's. Did you guys have anything um, funny happen to you today? Not at all. No. Oh, that's not... Um, same here. It's my Nothing brother's happened. birthday, so many years ago, my mother had a big April Fool's. <laughs> oh, really? Did you call him and say happy birthday? I emailed him, and I'm calling him after we're off the phone here. Very good. You should call Steve Jobs, too, because today's Apple's birthday. Oh. Happy birthday, Apple. They're 34 years old today. Wow. Yeah. That's one year older than me. Then you're Has your there. iPad shipped? No, because I ordered the 3G version. It won't come until the end of April. Did you see that video I sent you? I did. I forgot to respond to your email. I did see it. Did I've, seen, see? I've seen so much uh, iPad stuff today, I've, I'm like losing my mind. I bet. Cause did I you wear your undies a little bit? No, I didn't. No, I, I touched myself, though. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy. Good boy. Have you discovered you have- whether or not there's any porno for the iPad yet? I haven't discovered that yet, but I hope there is. <laughs> no, I'm sure I you'll find a way to find it. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Did anybody see um, Modern Family last night? Yes. <laughs> I was thinking about you that whole episode. <laughs> oh, my God. I was watching with the boyfriend. I was so excited. He's like, shut up so I can hear the show. <laughs> that is such a good show. I think it gets better and better every week. I think so, too. But do you watch The Middle? I don't. I don't like that show. See, I do. I like the middle. I like Modern Family and Cougar Town. Oh, I love Cougar Town. Yeah, that show gets better. I like the middle because that that teenage boy uh, sits around in his underwear all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gross. Pervert. But he's like 20. I'm right there with you. He's like 20 years old. I saw him on The View. I was going to say, that's the reason I watched the show. (laughs) So we're not the only ones. We're all perverts. What can I say? Absolutely. All right. Now I'm trying to watch Twitter at the same time. Okay. So you're trying to do Twitter, Skype chat, and Pride48 chat all at the same time? Yes, I am. And it's very confusing. Maybe we need Daniel Beaver to combine all three into one. Well, I'm waiting for that app to come out. That sounded like a very empty drink. Yeah, someone's drinking. What are you drinking? Water. (laughs) 
boring. It's almost allies. <laughs> I'm drinking white wine. Uh, gold rum. Did everybody send in their census? I did. They're counting on you. <laughs> Funny, I didn't get one. You don't live yeah. in the United States. <laughs> Lucky me. <laughs> I bet Michael Sage didn't get one either. Why wouldn't I get one? Oh, wait. I thought I have you confused <laughs> with another California Michael. It's a whole different country now. <laughs> it is. I have yeah. you confused with a different country. Michael. Sorry, yeah, Michael we got, Sage. We got Jay in the chat rooms from Canada. And then Archer's not from anywhere because he doesn't have a R. Larry Vader. If you click on top of the icon to the left of the name, it turns it to flags and tells you where they're from. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I'm using the um, collo- colloquial thing. Hey, I brought another Canadian listener in. I'm going to totally take credit for that. Which Canadian listener? Jay. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's gone. <laughs> no. no he's- oh, he's down below. He's idle. <laughs> Okay, so I actually have some topics tonight that were submitted by um, uh, listeners or people on Twitter, I should say. Um, and I don't know how far these will go or even if they'll take off. But um, the first one is by Gravitas. And oh. he wants to know, or he's talking about bullying in schools. He, the, the topic is, is it tougher or easier for the gay kids t- these days? Yes. Yes, what? It's easier or... or- <laughs> well, no, um, I would say it depends upon where you live. Mm-hmm. If you're a small town gay kid, it's probably as hard as ever. And if you live in a larger town with, you know, with a large gay straight alliance and all that, it'd be easier. I think the pendulum swings even farther. Like, just pick up on what Larkin says. I think what the what's going on is the pendulum is swinging farther now. Because the um, acceptance in the larger centers is completely cool, and everybody's honky-dory fine with it. But in the small centers, they're really grasping on to, we want that small-town attitude, we want everything cool and kosher, and they're beating down hard on them. And that gay kid is just wanting to be accepted just as much as the kid in a larger city. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that that gay kid who wanted to take his boyfriend to the prom in wherever that was, Mississippi? Atlanta. I thought it was, it was Atlanta. Atlanta. I, I don't remember where it was. Um, do you think he was getting bullied or, or is getting bullied? Besides his parents kicking him out of the house, that is. I don't think he's getting bullied as much as um, I think in reading all the information that I or the news stories that I read and some of the comments, I think that the, his peers accepted him for who he was. Um, what I found really ironic is that they didn't like the attention it was bringing, and it made media come in and, and, and swarm on the whole topic, and they didn't want that. They wanted to keep the quiet, little, intimate town that they are, and we're Maybe I'm naive in saying this, but we're willing to accept the fact that they've got gay people living there um, and someone who's going to actually now start to stand up for himself and say, here I am, but not 
not go to the extreme of Stonewall. And I think that, that I think their their biggest problem was the media attention. But then the irony of the whole thing is they started to rally about it. So that brought more attention to it. So they kind of lost their platform. Well, and and Wes in the chat room brings up a good question. Is this any different than the lesbian who wanted to take her girlfriend to the prom? And I would say no, it's probably much the same. It's totally the same. I I think that the only difference is that they said, fine. Like, I mean, are we going to make a big deal out of this? No, let's keep it, you know, hush-hush and... Um, make sure everything is cool and kosher and everybody has a good night. Like, why do we need the big circus? Then the big deal is that the kid's parents kicked him out of the house. I think that's the bigger deal. That That's the bigger issue for me. Well, but his dad is a teacher at that school, too. So, just saying. Okay, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I did not know that either. But here's something that I saw on Facebook one day that really, really made me think... And I'm going to be a little bit radical, and, and I'm hoping I don't change the topic. But for the religious rights that are anti-abortionists, I saw a picture of someone standing up and holding up a sign that says, you're going to fight for its rights when it's unborn, but what if it's born gay? Are you going to fight for its rights then? A Christian right group put that up? No, somebody, um, no, it was making fun of the Christian right. Oh. So, well, that, the that, whole thing, the they whole, don't they, believe, they don't believe that you are born gay. They believe that you, um, choose to be gay. So they wouldn't. Well, guess what? You ain't born Christian. Well, I know that's true. I know that too. <laughs> but they don't, you, you have age. to remember what they believe. And it's not, it's not that you're born gay. <laughs> How old was the kid? What was he? he was a senior, wasn't he? It's like seventeen or eighteen, yeah. Yeah, like and all he wants to do is he's like, okay, it's and I really, really, really appreciate what he said in response to his parents' reaction. That man has more maturity than a lot of kids his age, never mind people older than him. He said it's their house, it is their decision, I will respect it. All I want to do is finish school, get a job, and go to college. And I have to say, amen, brother. That is amazing. He rose above it. But, I mean, like, are parents actually allowed just to kick their child out of the house? Isn't that, like, child... I would say, I would say, I would completely say that as child abuse. And... Not if he's 18. He's not 18 yet. But even if he's 18, he's still in school. Yeah, but see... 18, you're legal. I don't know what the jurisdiction is in the states, and I'm sure it varies from state to state, but I know in Canada that once you are 16, you can leave school. Well, this ain't Canada. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I know, I know that. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, 18 or 21, the two legal drinking slash adult ages um, may not always apply in every state. That's yeah. all I'm, I'm bringing up on that point. But I mean, it like doesn't matter how old your kid is. If you don't take care of your kid, like, I mean, that's your flesh and blood. You, if you kick out your kid, 
you are you, you, despicable isn't even a good enough word. You're okay, an anybody asshole. anybody else have uh, opinions on this or want to chime in? <laughs> Clearly not. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> not. No. I, I mean, I agree with um, Turner Pet. I don't know how a parent, no matter what, could ever kick their kid out of the house. I mean, happens a lot, though. You yeah. know what I mean? But what kind you of people what? are those? You're... What kind of what kind of person are you? Well, horrible I mean, people. But my my friend Clayton got thrown out. Um, he was the middle of six boys and he came out as being gay when he was 17 and as soon as he graduated high school they threw him out and his creepy brothers were all these horrible degenerate people that went to jail and everything else and they were fine but the gay kid was no good God. and he went to Chicago when he was 18 years old and he was making $6.50 an hour and had a tiny little studio apartment and didn't have money for a TV or anything. I mean, he was just living, like, virtually homeless, but he at least had somewhere to live. But he couldn't afford food or, I mean, he really couldn't afford anything. Holy crap, and, whatever happened to him? You know, he works at Crate and Barrel. He does really well now, but um, he's, a, he's a buyer there. But he worked at Crate and Barrel since he was, like, 17, and he just kind of worked his way up. But they treated him horribly and you know it I kind of I don't know I took him in as my baby brother so (laughs) but it just it kills me that somebody could turn their back on their own child that way and yet his brothers who are you know growing pot under their little whatever (laughs) uh, (laughs) and and stuff and and getting arrested for things and going to jail um, they're fine but the gay kid's no good Oh, man. That was a big issue with my family because I grew up in a very religious family. And I called them out on their hypocrisy all the time. Yeah. Hmm. All right, moving on. Not that we're going to solve that problem, just, you know. No, we're not going to solve it. Um, the next but it was, I have to just say, it was really cool for the gay man's chorus to recognize them. Yeah, and actually, um, Bjorn made a point um, that a family will take him in, and I believe he is living with a friend's family right now. So, I mean, he will he will find people who will help him out. But, anyway. Um, the next um, topic was submitted by UK Tom of from Bostonia, and uh, he suggested we talk about the priest sex scandal, since we're so close to Easter and... Uh, he thought if anybody would be discussing this at their Easter dinner table on Sunday. <laughs> How many of us are going to be at an Easter dinner table on Sunday? Good question. I have no idea. Are you? Yeah. I am getting I, together with my family, well, my sister and her kids and her husband for Easter, but I doubt we'll talk about anything that has anything to do with religion. Even though it's Easter Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> well... I, it's just going to be another Sunday for us. We're not a very religious family. Okay. You know Likewise. how it's religious for me? It's the high holy day of candy because the following day <laughs> is Clarence Easter candy, and that's the best. And Holly, what will you be stocking up on? Well, this is the kicker. Unemployed for 90 days, and I start work Monday. Oh, no. You can't make the sales. <laughs> I know. And you figure the 
my new boss will probably take me out to lunch because I thought, oh, well, maybe I can run out at lunch. I'm probably not going to get there till five, so it'll be, you know, junk. It'll yeah. be peeps is what'll be left. <laughs> and all the good Cadbury eggs and Snickers eggs and Milky Way bunnies will be gone. Oh. Oh, and Reister bunnies. That's what I get. Re- Snickers, the Milky Way, the Reese's bunnies, and oh, I the love Cadbury the, eggs. I love the Reese peanut butter eggs. Mm. So good. Okay, so back to the priests touching kids. Sorry. <laughs> it all comes around to candy for me. <laughs> no, I don't know what to think because I'm not religious at all. And um, Really? You know, it, I had picked up on that. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me at all that the Pope knew all about it and that he will get away with not of getting... Of course he knew about it. You yeah. know, and they let these people, these creepy priests, touch little kids. And then as soon as something happens, they just transfer them quietly to a different... A Parish, different church, yeah. and then they, well, and then apparently they're making kids sign, you know, little, I won't talk, you know, it's just creepy. It's just, <laughs> if I fuck you, I'm, you can't talk. <laughs> right, like little confidentiality agreements, and it's just really creepy. Oh. I just, I was raised Catholic, and I just have a lot of issues with the Catholic church. There's just so much... The judgment of ever they judge everybody, but then they're the biggest hypocrites, and they're the biggest, you know, I just, it's, it makes me sick, so. It makes me sick, too. I hope Donahue's mouth. What'd you say, David? I said, I hope somebody puts a ball gag in Bill Donahue's mouth. And who is he? Bill Donahue is, um, the runs the Catholic League, and he's been running around on all the television stations lately, defending the um, the Vatican and the ca- and Catholics are basically saying that this is not a problem with pedophile Catholic priests. This is a problem with homosexual priests, because all the priests who are doing the molest who do, who are doing the molesting are homosexuals. And his explanation for that is because they're not pedophiles, because all of these boys were post-pubescent. Although I'm not sure if that's true or not. So he's saying because they're gay, they're pedophiles. He's saying they're not pedophiles because the boys are post-pubescent and they're molesting boys because they're homosexuals and that's what homosexuals do they molest they're pre- they're predatory and they molest so it's a, it's a, it's a problem with homosexual priests it's not a problem with pedophile priests oh god there have been instances have there not where priests have molested girls have there not i mean we don't hear about it a lot but no you Maybe don't hear about it as much scandal yeah i wouldn't say it doesn't turn into a big scandal like the gay well, it's well, com- well with the, the mindset about the whole thing, especially with the uh, the anti-homosexual stance of or interpretation, um, it's naughtier for it to be a gay scandal. Mikey me likey actually makes a good point. He says pedophiles are statistically hetero. Think about yes. it. If they had altar girls, they'd be doing the same thing, same shit to them. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a a huge difference between homosexual uh, pedophiles. They make up a tiny percentage of um, convicted uh, cases. They make up a tiny, tiny percentage. Uh, It'd be interesting to see what the stats would be per capita, you know. What percentage of gay men are pedophiles versus what percent of straight men are pedophiles? I think there have been studies done, and it's extremely small. You know what I mean, but let's say we equate them so that what you know, so that we could compare them ex- identical. You know, 
So let's say like 5% of gay men are pedophiles and 5% a straight men. Well, the 5% a straight men affects a lot more people because it's a larger percent of the population. Right. But I'm just saying down bare numbers. I would think that it would be pretty close because I would think that people who are pedophiles, is it's not sexually orientated. It's not your sexual orientation that causes it. There's other issues out there. I, re- I remember hearing a discussion once about it, um, and um, it, it kind of, the way it was presented, I could see where they were go- coming from, but they looked at pedophilia as um, a sexless, or no, not a sexless, but a genderless act, or they tried to argue that it was a genderless act. So it didn't matter whether it was male or female. It was more about the fact of the age difference and trust issues and yada, yada, yada. And in a way, it kind of made sense. It wasn't so much about the specific body parts. It was about the act of. So was that like control or it's about power? It's about power. control and power. Yeah, they brought it back to control and power. Yeah. And it's not about sexual identity. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was that was the premise. It wasn't about sexual identity. It was about um control power or um reliving a moment in their lives, you know, and trying to take that away that that victimization away. And try and make it okay. Um, then the other part that is not talked about either is what percent of pedophiles actually were abused as children? Oh, that's a good a, question. Do you know what I mean? Is it just a cycle? I mean, I would say not all of it, but what percent of pedophilia is a cycle of something that happened to them as children? That's a good question, too. I like that one. Because I, I don't... I don't know that you can find out because they, they may not want to talk about it. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sure those stats are probably uh, pretty hidden. Yeah. I think uh, Bjorn makes a really good point that he said in the chat room that many of the abusers, abusers don't understand their own sexual identity because they enter the priesthood at 16 and often after they've been abused. And I, you know, I think that, that plays a big role in it, too. And um, just to go back to, you know, altar girls being, being molested as well, um, that happens all the time. We just don't hear about it because that's something the Catholic Church can't explain away. It's much more easy for them to do the spin, you know, which is really all they've got left at this point because it's really gotten to be a big story. It's not something that's going to be pushed underneath the rug or the carpet anymore. You know, so they're going to have to deal with it. So they they came together and they said, "Hey, let's put the spin on it." And people will buy this because people who are religious want to believe that God is good and God protects. And if we tell them that they're homosexuals, they're not pedophiliacs or pedophilia, then that's going to be that's going to make everything go away. How do you think the Catholic Church would explain away if it was a the straight side of it? Well, they wouldn't be able to, so they don't even entertain that conversation. They're never going to address that. Uh, or they'd find a way in the Bible to say it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But I don't think anyone would, would accept that, though. Well, I don't know. A lot of people, they tell them to do stuff and they do it. So what's the difference? They'd find something in there that says, oh, it's okay to molest girls just as long as you're a straight man. <laughs> people yeah. are that stupid. But Didn't since when is religion like about logic? Never. You know what I mean? It, it's it, it's faith-based. In the minute it's... there's. You know, it's not based on anything tangible or provable or anything else. It's just people's faith. And that's, you know, they're going to believe whatever you, they want to believe. And you cannot question their faith. Anyway. Did you want to say something, David? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, didn't the Bible at one point justify seeing women as property first of their father and then of whoever they, their father gave them to for marriage? So it would be very easy to use the Bible to justify um, the abuse of women, wouldn't it? You mean women aren't still the property of their fathers and husbands? Well, probably in a religious view. In the South, they are. <laughs> <laughs> if George How Bush was you. president any longer, we probably would be. <laughs> you're right. Well, it's, it's happening in my state with my backwards new governor. Oof. Archer, well, you're in a southern state. state. Hey, speaking I, I know, I know you're right. I am a southern state. New governor. Um, not your governor. Your um, attorney oh, general. Attorney general. Um, Gay USA reported, and I don't, I didn't, I don't think they were at least made the implication that your attorney general thought that he should still enforce, and maybe they're still on the books, sodomy laws that obviously have been overturned, but may not have been taken off. Because I know a lot of states haven't taken them off the books yet. And I'm wondering if you had heard anything about that. I had not heard that. But what the latest I have heard about my attorney general is today, or it was maybe it was yesterday. No, it was today when um, Barack Obama uh, lowered or raised the um, miles per gallon thing today. Mm-hmm. My attorney general is going to file suit against that for um, some some reason. He's now going to you know sue the federal government for requiring that you know cars whatever. I mean it, it, he's wasting so much time and so much money in our state suing for the stupidest things. It's ridiculous. But he he had sent a lawsuit about that. Now your attorney general's uh, an elected position or is he appointed by? Oh, your he's elected. The idiots in the state of Virginia elected him. When are you leaving the state of Virginia? In about five years. <laughs> anyway, may all be over with by then. When is his term over? In five years. Oh, this, uh, here. <laughs> Actually, York, no, it's not in five years. It's twenty thirteen. So three, three more years. It's a four-year term. So maybe he'll get voted out. Actually, that's when the next election is. Yeah, I'm hoping he will get voted out. But um, sticking with the whole gay theme and sex <laughs> with the priest. And the <laughs> gay sex and priests. Donna Sugars has uh, submitted a topic, and she wants to know, what's more gay, giving head or taking it up the ass? <laughs> Depends on who's in control. Really? Is it a control issue? It can be. Holly, I what would, do you think? And I would say that in both cases, the <laughs> Good person question, Larry. Is the uh, most I think so. neither. <laughs> neither and both, I guess. How about both at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's it called? A spit roast? Whose dryer just went off? That was someone's vibrator, I think. <laughs> that was big my licky, dryer. Big, 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 big Licky's vibrator's going off. 
<laughs> Julian's doing his laundry. You mean the albino? <laughs> yes, the albino's doing his laundry. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as down to sugar concerns, it would depend on the size of the tiara. <laughs> <laughs> um, Archer, you're going to have to pay um, royalties to Big Fatty now for the buzzer. Dryer buzzer. Nuh-uh. I didn't do that. It's Ricky, Big Licky, who has to pay. And for the record, I'm the buzzer was actually mine. So, oh, was it yours? <laughs> yeah. No, my buzzer went off too. No, I meant the the royalties to the buzzer would go to me, but oh, I don't okay. feel responsible. Yes. <laughs> the buzzer was long before Big Fatty. Okay. Well, as okay. they that say, the check buzzer. is in mail. <laughs> I don't really. I don't require royalties, honestly. I'm just if you would send a bottle of gin, that'd be fabulous, but <laughs> Unfortunately you can't send gin via FedEx or through the mail. Really? That's true. Sure. You can't, well you you can't tell them that you're sending it. You can say right on the you can write on the box um salad dressing. <laughs> because that's what I've done in the past. Uh, I, I think you should write lube instead. I think it's better. <laughs> when I was shipping wine from California, I wrote salad dressing. <laughs> So that it would be delivered to my state. <laughs> but now you can deliver to my state. But anyway. Um, Moose P has informed everyone that he likes giving head. Oh. So. Hi. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> Ooh, Holly. <laughs> um, Amen, I, sister. I'm sure there's gay men out there who don't like to give head. Maybe. I think that is true. But I love giving head, too. <laughs> Bjorn likes giving head to his grandpa, so he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! He likes the oldies. Well, it sounds like Donna Sugar's like the oldies too. She likes an old man. She's looking for sugar daddy. She said earlier. Bjorn says that he dated one who didn't like giving head. Oh, yeah, not for long though. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, not for long. <laughs> Good point. For two dates, and then that was it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever dated anybody if they hadn't already given me head. You mean, like what, which we, means you have sex with them first before you have a date with usually them? Usually before I know their name. Oh, my god! You have to try on the shoes before you buy them, Archer. Fucking A, or Licky, fucking A. <laughs> Hello. I know. Hello, yeah. My mom told me that. I tried my <laughs> shoes on three times before I started dating. <laughs> But does the purse match the handbag? Or does the does the pumps match the handbag? What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> um Wes wants to, or Wes is saying that um some gay men don't like cum. Where is it? Where do you uh, we know somebody in this room who doesn't. Who? You. I don't like cum? Well, you have all those towels stacked up beside your bed so you can get rid well, of it. Well that's just to clean up afterwards. Oh, shut up. Roll around in it and fall asleep Ugh. in the lead spot. No, Gross. people... No. <laughs> Let it lie there and glue you together. No, Ugh. I'm gay. I'm not straight. I like to clean things up. <laughs> <laughs> so that means Holly likes it all sticky and ro- mm-hmm. rolling around in it and all that good stuff. No, I have OCD, please. Hello. See, that's what I am too, Holly. <laughs> she probably oh, has like... Heidi up a little bit. <laughs> she probably has like a layer of saran wrap on top of her <laughs> just so that like she could just fold it over and be like, okay, we're done. Good night. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
then she goes and has a shower and then wipes herself down with like um, hand sanitizer from head to toe. Oh, Donna says that's what your tongue is for. (laughs) Uh uh, not not after it's been there for like 20 seconds. Let's go. Yeah, it gets all red, right, Licky? Gross. (laughs) It smells like bleach. I can't take it. It does. You just have to make sure you feed them properly beforehand. Exactly. Thank you, Larkin. You got to feed them beforehand? No asparagus. (laughs) Michael. You have to feed them before you fuck them? I thought you had to feed them in the morning just before you kick them out. Yeah, breakfast is about all they're getting. They don't even get that. They're they're lucky if they get to put their clothes on before they leave. (laughs) Right? Julian's over here making faces. He must think by the time I bring you home to have sex, we've done it a few times. Ooh, oh, oh, really? <laughs> You're not doing it in your house? The There's 27 people in the chat room, but only 19 people are listening, or 18 people are listening. <laughs> That's because everyone else is on the chat, Archer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The other 10 people are actually on the show. <laughs> um. Okay, I actually do have um, another topic. This one is actually my um, topic. Oh. So um, you probably saw this week that the father of the um, Marine whose funeral was um, protested by the Westboro Baptist Church, it was ruled that he has to pay the legal bills of the Westboro Baptist Church because he lost his lawsuit. Um, Did you guys see that? Yes, I saw that. The sad part about this is is that they actually won their case on free speech, the First Amendment. Do you think they should have won their case or not? Do you think well, that free speech should only be speech that you like to hear? Well, that's... It technically is freedom of speech, but it is so incredibly hateful that I just... I mean, if you... I don't really believe in God and heaven and hell and all that crap, but if there's a hell, they're going right to it for protesting oh, yeah. a soldier's... Or gay people or, you know, all the different people's funerals that they protest. I mean, pretty much everybody and their brother is a bad person in their book and they'll protest their funerals. It's just disgusting. But they protest everything on the basis that um, the United States is accepting homosexuality. It's all based on the gays. Right. Okay, but... It's, It's really gross. But technically, you know, freedom of speech is freedom of speech. But now here's what's going to happen, because um, this guy, the father, is actually um, trying to get enough money together to submit the um, court case to the Supreme Court, because the Supreme Court says that they will consider whether the protester's message is protected by the First Amendment, or is it limited by the competing privacy and religious rights of the mourners of the person who's dead. So there's actually a distinction that needs to be made, and the Supreme Court says that they will take it up. If it's submitted and, you know, paid for and all that stuff. Right. I have to ask a question, though. Um, because this came up, um, and um, Archer, this came up with the um, discussion, uh, or on a discussion on that blog that I told you about earlier. Yes. Um, about freedom of speech. And how um, I find it, now, don't hate on me. Because I see both sides of the argument. But I, my foot is firmer planted on my side of the 
line. Well, you know, I have to say right now, before you even go any further, you have to realize that Canada has a different definition of free speech than the United States does. I know that. I know that. I know that. We are allowed to say in Canada, we have free speech. There are parameters to what free speech includes. And if you promote hate and you promote violence, that is considered a criminal act and is punishable by law. Now, that means that you are free to say what you want, but there may be consequences. Maybe consequences. And if I am going to, and like any other crime, um, you can do whatever you want, but there's always consequences. But see, the thing is, in the United States, you can say whatever you want. There aren't there are consequences. Yes, you can be sued, but in ultimately, in the end, as we're seeing this week, it will come down to your First Amendment rights of that free speech, and they will win. Mm-hmm. On one hand, I feel like they shouldn't have the freedom to protest at someone's funeral. But then, on the other hand, if they limit that and say that you can't do that, then you know it. It's hard to tell where they'll draw the lines. Um, right, because I, mean, they, I think they're doing horrible things, but then they'll say that you can't protest against the government if you don't agree with their policies. Right, or that you well, can't protest against you know whatever. The so tea baggers. <laughs> well, yeah. No, um, but, but see, here's the thing. Here's the difference between that too, and this is where I think what or why I'm comfortable saying my foot stands a little bit firmer on our side is that. You're not promoting hate against someone. You're not promoting violence against someone. In Canada, you cannot say, go out and kill every faggot you see. And incite a bunch of people to go and do it. That is a hate crime. And that does not, is not followed, or, or does not fall under the umbrella of freedom of speech. I'm not sure that to- inciting crime would fall under freedom of speech here either. Also, yeah, I was going to say that. No, but I mean, technically, they're not, not doing that, though. Well, they were just at right. the lines the other day. That, so, been there, done that. And, I mean, they all they do is hold their signs. I mean... No. But yeah. Arthur makes a good point. He says that... Um, free, uh, where is he saying? I've missed this damn thing scrolling up. It says, any speech can be banned on private property. The difference is, though, Arthur, is that these people know that they have to stand 30 feet away from the entrance to whatever the uh, funeral parlors or whatever, and they know that they, they can stand a certain distance away and it be, be considered public property so they can get away with saying whatever they want. Well, no, would a law that- that's the problem for me. That's complete disrespect. Because that person. Well, that's not against the law. Disrespect yeah, that, is not against the law. Okay, right. but here's where those people, in my eyes, and as arrogant as this may sound, this is where those people, in my eyes, lost every bit of ground they stood on. Because that person they're protesting died for that right that they have. Now, right. show some humility and respect. But being disrespectful and, down and being else. rude isn't illegal. Exactly. I mean, technically, and see, and I think it's reprehensible. But is it illegal? Probably not. That's why the courts will rule in their favor every time. Well, right. but no, it's, A it's, couple of years ago, um, I can't think of the preacher's name, one of the televangelists who was, was you know, with Pat Robertson and his group died. And there were numerous people who talked about how they wanted to go dance on his grave. 
I was. Gay people who wanted to do, who said that, that that's what they wanted to do. Would we want a law that would stop that? We do not want a law that would stop that, no. So a law that would stop, would stop it. A law that would stop well, Westboro would stop us okay, um, I mean, from protesting. You know, here in New York, when we have the St. Patrick's Day parade, the gays go and protest because it's a religiously organized parade. It excludes gays. The city spends lots of money to let it go on, so they have this protest. And they always pen the protesters miles, you know, a few blocks away where they aren't anywhere within sight of the parade. When we have the gay pride parade, they pen the protesters right beside the gay pride parade. Why is there that difference there? Well, that sounds like something that you need to protest, like the um, city government in terms of the uh, whatever the rules are for putting people in certain places for yeah, and where protests. were they? I mean, where was Westboro well, put when they protested this funeral? Thirty. They, they. I saw it on the news. They were thirty feet away, which is the legal amount you have to be away to still, you know, be able to scream whatever you want. Thirty feet away from from the entrance to the. Uh, so they were thirty feet away from the the private the entrance to the private property of the graveyard. Correct. Yes. Um, do you guys remember last summer when Westboro was in um, San Francisco, and they were protesting some stuff? And other people came up with signs, silly signs, mm-hmm. and they did it to such a degree that they didn't show up at the second. They were protest. They're going to protest something else, and they didn't show. That's actually been happening a lot lately. They've been um- so. I mean, maybe it's time for us now to. Every time they're going to be someplace, outnumber them. To outnumber them like ridiculous with stupid, dumbass signs. That's it. You know. You know. Yeah. What is it? What is the beginning of Arthur's show? I like something. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just dumbass. I mean, because they're not going to go away, and they got the power. Well, let's take away their power by making every time there's some place that there's so many other people that are, they're meaningless. Yeah, but here's my question then, because I, I I see what you're saying, but do we want the Supreme Court to rule then that that speech is? Um, uh, cutting into the privacy and religious rights of the mourners, or because then you're then you're getting into too specific well, for me. I don't think, you're getting I don't too think, specific about which speech is acceptable and which speech isn't. I don't think it should go in front of the Supreme Court. I don't know. I mean, we in our country supposedly we have freedom of speech. Um, I don't know if it's always that clear cut that we do, but um, you know what I mean. I think. People could do something with Westboro to get rid. You know what I mean? Take away their punch. Yeah, by outnumbering them, like we yeah, said. Yeah, every time that something comes up, show up with signs and just ridicule them. I mean, or come out with signs in support of whoever is there. You know, if it's a, if you know they're going to be at a military service protest, you know, you know, if you have a thousand people show up with signs of support, they're never that big. I mean, what are their numbers? About, you know, 10 to 20? Yeah, it's actually very 10, small. I think it's a large. So yeah, sometimes it's like three people out there. Five. You know what I mean? So it doesn't take that many people to make it so that they wouldn't even, you know. Well, one time they're probably. makes up the Westboro Baptist Church is getting smaller. I think that they may go to the wrong funeral. At, you know, some parent's going to be very angry and it's going to take all of them out. <laughs> one time <laughs> they're like who cares my cat my kid died i have no more life left so let's just kill all these fuckers 
No. Well, we're not we're not suggesting that they do that. Oh no, I'm not saying they suggest it. I'm saying it may happen. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that I know. it may happen. It's just a it's a possibility. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to move on to another topic that I was thinking of, because only because I don't know what the, this is all about. I keep hearing, well, I've heard a couple times actually on the news about this um, militia group that was arrested in wherever the hell they were. Um, what are they all about? What What is their point? What are they trying to do? Does anybody know what the, I mean, there's like nine of them who are arrested. Does anybody know anything about this militia group thing? Someone is Googling as fast as they can over there. I, don't know, I know that they were about. arrested in Michigan, and that's it. But what were they? What was the, what was the um, malicious point? Like, what were they trying to do? The government's out to get them. Arthur of says, course. "Christian takeover of America." Well, actually, that makes me think of something totally unrelated. But the guy, the uh, Tony Perkins from the American—I think it's American Family Association or whatever. Said, or your favorite group. Yeah, he says not to give money now to the Republicans because they're not good enough for their um <laughs> their views because they're <laughs> they're paying for the lesbian hooker club <laughs> club thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Okay, so what's gay or giving head or taking up the ass? <laughs> what's gay? I think I think neither one is, or both are. I think, you know, they, they both can be gay or straight. I think they are equally gay. I agree with you. There you go. Oops. Or I, 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 they're bi. I disagree. I think they're equally straight. They are straight activities as well, yes. <laughs> Larry Vader just finished his cocktail. I did. If someone would be a lamb and run and get me a new one, that would be fantastic. <laughs> a lamb. <laughs> what are you drinking, Larry? I forgot. Gin. Gin. Is it straight up? <laughs> On ice. <laughs> yeah. How many of us are looking forward to the end of Passover? Are you going to run around and throw a spaghetti, bad spaghetti sauce on everybody? <laughs> when did it start? It started at sundown on Monday, Monday evening, and it goes for eight days. Do you have right. a Jewish boyfriend now? a lot of money. No, I work for a privately owned company that's owned, that's, uh, that's owned by um, um, Orthodox Jews. So yeast has been banned from our office, which means I can't pack my lunch because I can't bring bread into the place. Right. Um, one of my vendors that I uh, did business with for 15 years called me Monday and was like, are you having a Seder dinner? And I said, well, of course. And he goes, good. I didn't want you to forget your Jewish roots now that you're out of the jewelry business. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, Holly, you're starting a new job. Is it in the jewelry business still? Um, A little bit. Not totally. It's I'll be buying. I'll still be a, a buyer, and I'll be buying finished jewelry. Also, and this is weird and random, but um, hoodies and sweatpants. Oh. <laughs> and clothes. So. So I gotta that. Up. What gotta size look. ranges are you buying for? I'm buying for teenagers. Is it that oh, company can't. that has the bullseye for a logo? No, it is not. Okay. So you can't hook me up with my new selection of thongs, eh? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can hook you up with some sweatshirts and dated 
materials like that, but no, I can't hook you up with thongs. Damn, damn. Sorry. And I, I, I can still hook you up with diamonds, though. I've still got an in on the diamonds. That's good. And they actually, I don't know, I, I start Monday, so I haven't um, actually, ooh, Bjorn knows where I work. Um, <laughs> you might have given too much information. <laughs> Skype me and let me know where you think I work. Um, they are adding, potentially, they haven't, like, haven't started yet, so I don't know, but they are, liked that I had a gemological background, so they might be having me buy um, gemstones as well, so... Which made me happy. Oops. I beat out somebody with a um, master's degree for the job. <laughs> wow, good for you. Yeah, and they will pay for me to finish my college. <gasps> so Good for you. I know, so I'm going to... Oh, and this company is insane. They have, um, they've got really great benefits, and one of the benefits that they have is they have um, company-sponsored pet health insurance <laughs> no way wow suckers you do they know how many coming. animals you have <laughs> i did not disclose a mother doesn't have to tell how many children she has in a job interview <laughs> oh my god that's amazing yeah so i'm excited it, it's got really good benefits and it seems like it's going to be a really fun fun job and crummy commute but that's okay really like how how long of a drive uh, it's about 25 miles, um, so with traffic, I, well, I did a dry run yesterday, and it took about 35 minutes, but I'm used, to, my old job was seven minutes from my house, so. Yeah. No more tweets. Yeah, I feel no compassion. Will there be? I feel no compassion at all. Well, that's not very nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> my longest, my commute's usually 90 minutes. Well, Each that's way. Your, that's your own fault, not hers. <laughs> my commute is about 35, 35 minutes and I don't even have to drive 35 minutes in your car while you get to listen to your tunes or your favorite podcast I know, um, you know, I'm, I've been getting up at my at 5.30 to get my body acclimated to doing this whole routine again since I've been on summer vacation in the winter yeah. um, so that's what I've been doing is get up and sync my iPhone and run on the treadmill and all that good stuff so yeah, but did you, I mean, do you dry run when you'd normally do it in the morning, so you'd know what traffic's like? Or yeah, that's what okay. I did yesterday. Is I got up at five thirty and hit the treadmill, had breakfast, took a shower, synced my phone, and I actually physically drove down there and back. OCD. Nick, Nick thought I was totally mental. He's like, "What are you doing?" And no, like, absolutely not. I would. No, that's I'm driving down there because I don't know if it's going to take me a half an hour, or an hour, or forty-five minutes, and I just want to know this. And I have a dingy neighbor who actually works like two blocks from where I'm going to work. And I've asked her over the course of two months, I'm like, where, how long does it take to get there? Oh, I don't know. It depends. So I finally drive down there and back yesterday. So I waste, you know, 50 miles driving. And she's like, oh, yeah, it takes 35 minutes. Duh. I figured that out today. Thank you. But here's what you can do, Holly. You can carpool. No, thank you. <laughs> She'd have a dingy neighbor in the car she'd have to listen to instead of a podcast. Well, that's true. Holly would have to put on her hazmat suit first. <laughs> well, I already told her because she got this brilliant idea of carpooling. And she's a nice girl, but she gr- grates my last nerve sometimes. And she was like, oh, you're going to work right by me. We can carpool. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm not really sure what my hours are. And I'm going to be working late because, you know, there's going to be projects that need to get done. I just don't think so. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, so. 
good, good, good. So, Larry, are you looking forward to getting your iPad on Saturday? Well, except that it's not... I had it shipped to the office, so I won't get it until Monday. Oh, so. that's going to suck. You know, it won't so much because I'll be out of town. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I won't be here. I so much won't miss it. Um, however, I did drop my iPhone tonight, and it bounced off the metal edge of my coffee table and cracked. So. <gasps> oh, no. Us no. did that. Oh. My so, chest is, like, tightened up. What? I want to kill myself. I'm like my chest is tightened up. I'm like I don't know what to do. I can't I even drink. A drink. Oh, I want to so, smack Bjorn. He says yeah. iPad is for douches. Mm. How do I, I kick him out of the chat room? Someone kick that asshole out. I, I got him. I want me to? No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I want to kick him out. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. I got I need to ban somebody. Oh, I can ban Archer. Yes. Did you get any takers on writing that that teacher program you want for your iPad? Not yet. Chris wrote me back saying he's thinking about it, <laughs> or thinking about how complicated it and, would be. And did you decide you wanted this program just so that you could justify to your boyfriend why you had an iPad in the first place? Oh no, I don't have to justify to him anything because I'm using my tax money. So, but yes, yeah, I, but you're I, not using your tax money on him. That's where you need to do the justification. Well, that's probably true, but you know. But no, I still do want the application, but I'm trying to look at different ways to do it, like with programs that I already have. Like, I I think um, I'm going to be able to do the gradebook thing through uh, uh, numbers on um, the iPad. Well, that's what I was about to say. I mean, you can even do your participation thing through numbers, so. Yeah, I'm going to, because I saw that, I was watching the uh, tutorial thing over and over and over again, the guided tour thing. Mm-hmm. They definitely have it set up the way I want with those little tabs, and I can... Click on the tab and pull up the kid. I can, I can totally do that. But the thing I don't have is the planning, the way I want to do the planning um, application thing. So I have to I have to work on that. Well, Chris is the best programmer I know. So if he thinks that there's a financial feasibility to it, he'll totally be all over it. Yeah, well, I was thinking about that, too. There may not be a financial thing. Because, you know, you'd have to appeal it to <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Well, I'm sure there are other teachers. Everyone has the same standards. I mean, I was a teacher. Like, I know all about the standards and all that. Like, you know, but I don't know anything about the teacher market now. So, who knows? Well, I actually don't either. I just know what I want. That's all I know. <laughs> well, yes. Yes. So. so, to bring this back to churches and priests and sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. when, your, when your boyfriend gets up on Sunday morning and goes to church, is it a Catholic church? Um, I don't think so. No, I think it's Episcopalian. Uh, I, I'm, actually, I'm actually not sure. Is your it. boyfriend's Episcopalian? <laughs> no, he's Catholic. He's Catholic. Well, he goes to the Episcopalian church. Yeah, I don't think he goes to Catholic church because it's, he, it's not what he likes anymore. There, it's the same difference, Episcopalian and it's just split off from the Catholic well, Church. Yeah, but, but the Episcopalians I mean, are more accepting, aren't they? The Episcopalians yes, but have they're all the much more dogmatic, though, too. Of, of the Catholic Church and all the fun of the of the of the Protestants. Well, yes, he's more spiritual anyway. He goes to just feel good about you know whatever. I don't know. <laughs> he has his religion, and that's fine. That doesn't bother me a bit. 
Is it religion or spirituality from? It's more spirituality, but it's based because he. We were actually talking about this. He said that he only goes. He only feels like he has to go to church because of the tradition in his family of going to church every freaking Sunday and going to Catholic school. So like he just can't get past that part of it. Yeah, and it's all about tradition. Is why I can't eat bread at lunch anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See. Although I um meant to buy uh, matzo today because. Uh, Sarah Davis had this recipe for it was like toffee and chocolate covered matzo. Come on! Oh my god, that sounds good. Put <laughs> it on she, matzo. Why would you want to put that on matzo? That's what I don't. Know. Sounds. It looked really good though. I mean, everybody they, they like have a communal matzo bin in my office, so we can all munch on matzo while we're at work. So yeah, there's like everybody's eating peanut butter and matzo. You know, I. I kind of like it. Well, I like the toffee part of it. <laughs> I like everything about that except the matzo. I love yeah. the everything matzo, so that's me. Uh, you what? <laughs> the, the one that's like, called... like an everything bagel, kind of. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if you can actually have a kosher everything matzo. Those everything bagels stink. You know what? I love them more than anything, and then I put like garlic veggie cream cheese on it. And I'm Holy sure crap! I just I'm sure that I is for a week, but it's so good. That is I good. I get up early in the morning because I was in the film business, and I would get an everything bagel with scallion cream cheese, and everyone yeah. would leave me alone in the morning. It was very nice. No one would talk you know to each other about noon. That should be everyday breakfast. <laughs> when they get those at work, they put them in a separate bag so that they don't. Um, uh, what's the word? Contaminate the they rest. Don't con- exactly. They don't contaminate the rest of the bagels. <laughs> See, I eat them so that my coworkers can't contaminate me in the morning. Uh. Yummy. It's good. You know what? I found out through the process of job interviewing that virtually every single thing I like to eat stinks. <laughs> <laughs> because when I have an interview, I was like, oh, I can't have garlic. I can't have onions. I can't have, oh, what is there left to eat? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Right. We see peanut butter eggs. (laughs) They stink. They have peanut butter smell to them. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't permeate your skin like garlic and onions do. Makes your breath stink. You can brush your teeth after you eat two whole bags of them. I'm sure it does something to you. Well, that's probably true. (laughs) It oozes out of your gives you the shits. Well, see now, now Larry, it's funny you say that because I have too much information, Big Licky. Larry, I have that discussion with the boyfriend all the time. He doesn't believe that garlic comes out of your skin. Oh, it totally does. It oh, does. Yeah. And he, I, I say, I'm like, honey, you stink. No, it doesn't come out my skin. I'm like, smell your arm. <laughs> it's like, no, it doesn't come out your skin. Yeah, but he can't smell it on himself. You never know uh-huh. when you stink yourself until, you know, like. It's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, he just doesn't. Have you from experience, Big Licky? No. <laughs> Yeah, like I'll wash my face in the shower a morning after I've had like crazy garlic dinner, and like when I'm washing my face, I can smell it like mm-hmm. coming out of my pores in the morning. Yeah. Ooh. See, I wouldn't be able to sleep with you then. Well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of garlic, Larry. There are small. There are small mercies in this world, eh? Correct. So. Um, speaking of sleeping with me, Archer, do I get to see you when I'm up in your neck of the woods in a couple of weeks? Oh my gosh, when are you coming? Um, I'll have to check my calendar. I'm coming for the Sugarland concert. Is that over a weekend? It is. As long as we're not going away, then absolutely, we should plan to have you over for dinner again. Well, I think. Would you mind taking the metro? 
Uh, <laughs> I think that extra special Chris and Breeze and I are going to invite you and the boyfriend over for dinner. So. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! I'd be so so honored. Would you yeah. cancel an out of trip vac- uh, a weekend away to stay in so you could go to that dinner? Well, it depends if we've already paid for something. We've got a couple of things that are coming out that we've already paid for. We can't we can't give up those. So how well, about now, now? There's another question for you, Archer. What? You you often talk about how you go on these wine tours and they kind of invite you to things that would cost you money. Correct. Because you're so nice on your blog. Do you do you when you write about them on your wine blog, do you disclose that this was something they gave you? Absolutely not. Why would we have to do that? I don't know. Would it be considered journalistically ethical to have something given to you and then write a positive review about it and not disclose that it was given to you? Well, the only difference there is that we only write the things that we like. So if we didn't like something, we're just not going to write about it. Really? Yes, really. Oh. Apparently I don't have as much integrity as you do. (laughs) What? I think it's much easier to write about something you don't like. It is because they, but then you end up being like snarky and mean and stuff. Because there's another wine blog out there that is that has that edge, and people do not like them at all. Well, they don't get invited to anything. The difference too is um, you guys deal two different things. Turnip Head deals with fairly large companies that, and Archer deals more with small mom pa kind of places. Yes, that's very true. But see, it's all in the way you write it. So you could be critical and not snarky. Well, exactly. I mean, I've written about underwear that I've been sent well, from here's, the supplier and said, um, okay, this didn't work for me, and this is why it didn't work for me, and this is what I didn't like about it. But I can see where other people would appreciate this. It's just not for me. So if you're this kind of person, this might be your thing, not me. Yes, so I, if I'm going to judge it for myself, it's a two, 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 and two. I understand that, and that's actually we actually try to do that in a certain way. For example, um, on Tuesday, coming home from uh, Shawsville, we stopped at a winery, and we had to endure three different tasting associates to get through a tasting. And instead of saying it that way, I said in the article, "Luckily, we had three different tasting associates." <laughs> you know, so yeah. there's, a, there's a different way to say it for people to really get. That oh my gosh, they had to, three different people had to get through their tasting before they could, you know, taste everything. Yeah, no, that exactly, exactly. So I and still said you, something mean, but I said it nice. So for you, like if if I was to examine it from you and I, like everybody's got a different palate. They might like something different, right? Right. So if you say this is what the wine had, this is what it tasted like. Did I like it? I'm not really preferential to it. This is what my junk is like. This is what the underwear had. Did I like it? No. If your junk fits that, if your palate fits that, go for it. Have fun. Yeah, I understand that. We just prefer not to say anything mean, not you know, or bad. I'm not. not yeah. well, no, you never have to say anything bad. But I mean, well, we could though. Clientele, we could say cause from that totally, winery on Tuesday, totally we could have said we could have said half of their wines had um, volatile acid and they're not even worth drinking. But no, we didn't say that. We just pointed out the ones that you could drink and that that were that we liked. Right, right. But I mean, uh, like, I mean, okay. What would you do if 
a supplier sent you a bottle of wine and said, we'd really like you to try this and then write something about it. Well, we've had it. We've actually had that happen. Um, uh, I can't, it was a couple of years ago, but we haven't had anybody send us wine recently. We were honest. We said what it was, but it actually happened to be a good bottle of wine. So we didn't have to be mean. <laughs> okay. But no, I'm, I'm serious. Like what, like if you can think quickly, if you hated it, what would you, think? <laughs> what would you say? How would you react? We would try to find something good about it. But if it wasn't a bottle of wine that was given to you for free, you wouldn't write about it at all. Correct. So are you changing how you write about something because it was given to you for free? No, because again, we still we would only write about the good things. But if you but you just said if we had a bottle of wine we don't like, we would try to find something good about it. But if you paid for it, you write about it at all. We'd be trying. We can find something that's good about it. But what I'm saying is most of the things that we get invited to are like events where there's something that's that's good about going to the event. It's not the specific wine necessarily. Um, he'll say the bottle was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you could say so. Write all about how beautiful the bottle is and say nothing about the wine. Could that not be a certain way of saying the Yes, and then they get the clue. The but cork you don't was want to fabulous. Sparky on your blog. You got the best cork corks. <laughs> well, we haven't had to worry about that. So. Gavin is saying that I am at an hour, but does it matter if we go over? Is there someone who's um, on after me? We wouldn't know because Daniel Brewer no can't schedule. seem to get the scheduling turned back on. Well, Just I thought like, you had access to that now, Larry. No, he never gave me access to it. Even after our conversation on Twitter? Yep. How rude. <laughs> Maybe well, you know what? Something. If somebody was waiting to get on, I bet you they'd pop in the chat room and say, hey, Archer, shut the fuck up. I'm supposed to be on next. <laughs> That's true. I think you might They're be They're not right. usually a shy group of people. That's true. <laughs> Either that or they would be spamming the chat room. Well, there's that. Does anyone use iCal on Mac? What's I used to. Um, but I don't use it anymore since I have the Exchange server now. Like it, I just use Entourage and it incorporates it all. But um, well, I use it for some script writing and scheduling. But that's meta that no one really wants to hear about. But yeah, it's good. Well, I I want to use it for my um, thing that we were talking about earlier, Larry. My my planning for the teacher thing. Mm-hmm. But I can't get the notes to show up in the calendar. Is there a way to you to because you know you can put in you can add a note to your sure. um, but how do you get those notes to show up? Well, we can talk about that offline. I don't think we really want to. Okay, <laughs> I don't think we want to give the chat room the blow by blow of how to add notes. All right, blow. We can do oh blow yeah. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, when's the last time you you blew somebody? I don't think my sexual life is worth talking about. Really? That means you yeah, haven't had it. Oh, exactly, Holly. <laughs> actually, it has not been that long, actually. But <laughs> well, if you listen to the show, some hours. Would... No. Yeah. Less than twenty-four hours. <laughs> oh. My my, is the cum still dry on your cheek? And then the next uh, question is: Did you ever? Did you know his name? <laughs> yes, I. No, no, know no. His name. The question oh, his is, real name, know his not name. Dirk. <laughs> uh, next. 
Come dumpster, <laughs> come dumpster number seven. Oh no. Mm-mm. Was, so, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Holly. Well, this is totally a different topic, but Thank um, you. the company I'm going to start with is a little bit disorganized, and they never actually told me what my hours were. So I emailed the recruiter for the company today and asked her what time I should show up. I know the company's hours are eight to five. Do you want me to show up at eight, or you know what? And who should I ask for? And she emailed me back and told me the information. And I said, thanks, have a great weekend. And she emailed me back and said, thanks, happy Easter. <gasps> she Isn't did that not. Weird? The recruiter for a company I don't work for yet. And of course, the side of me that likes to just, you know, be difficult for the point of being difficult really wanted to email her back and be like, well, happy Passover. <laughs> yeah, that would have been like, good. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> That's what I would like to do. Don't That's work a, there yet. I have the same issue. The guy who who works at the front desk, every time he calls up to say whether I have a package or something, he says, have a blessed day. And I hate that. That drives me crazy. Yeah, but that could mean anything. That doesn't I don't think that's religious. No, that's not religious. That could just be anything. Are you kidding me? Blessed the same, day? I think it would be the same thing as have a lucky day or have a good day to me. Yeah, no, blessed means religion. I agree with Ricky. You're both wrong, I'm sorry. Blessed is well, religion. No, it's not. It, it is Our religion real, on one hand. Is he saying blessed or blessed? Because maybe blessed is a swear word where he's from. It's blessed. He says blessed. Have a blessed... No, wait a minute. Maybe it's blessed. Maybe he hates you. <laughs> no, I think it's blessed. He says have a blessed day. So I get this. I work, as I said, for a, for a, um, a privately owned company that's run by Orthodox Jews. But we have Good Friday off because it's Good Friday. Oh. Nice. With pay? Yes, of course. I wouldn't complain. <laughs> well, I'm not I want to work there. Actually, Everybody has to go to work tomorrow? We don't celebrate holidays yeah. at the coal mine. Well, I'm, I'm on spring break anyway. Okay. Well, see, the company I work for, we run 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So stat ho- we call them, well, statutory holidays mean really my- nothing at all. But, um, yeah, my partner gets the day off. The short bus gets the day off. I get the My day mother off. gets the day off. <laughs> Holly, you're still unemployed. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm on a three-day weekend now. That's true. <laughs> when you were in the diamond business, Holly, did you get all the high holy days off? I did not. But my best friend in the industry, Mitch, is Jewish, and his wife is Chinese. And so he takes off all the Jewish holidays as well as the <laughs> Chinese holidays. And then, of course, all the Christian holidays. So he was barely at work. Oh, my I gosh. always wanted to work for him because, you know, he's open like two days a year, I think. <laughs> you know, I worked for a competitor to this company years ago, and we had all the high holy days off then. And that was always nice. But this company is in a building that is surrounded by um, monofilament, which creates an herb. So we're allowed to work on the high holy days. Mm. None of the owners come in, but we're allowed to work. My mom worked for, um, she did the uh, payroll for a um, Aboriginal run casino. And so she got not only the federal stat days, but all the Aboriginal holidays off. My mom was never at work. Nice. That's the kind of place to work for. 
Well, no, 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 because she always wanted to come visit. Oh. Well, that's not the place you want your mom to work for, but that's the kind of place you want to work <laughs> yeah, for. Yeah, there you right. go. Exactly, exactly. Just tell your mom you don't have the day off. <laughs> Turn a peg. You just didn't leave the right stuff laying around for her never to want to come back and visit. See, I'm kind of almost at that point where she's like, oh, I got to I gotta fly over there and uh, we're going to hang out. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Who hangs out with her mom? Like all the time. I don't even time. speak to mine for heaven's sakes. Well, I speak to mine, but I don't hang out with her. That's totally not fun. That's because she gets your groceries for cheap. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh my I god, I spent the eighteen years I lived with her. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I spent four days with my father and oh my god, I oh that was a nightmare. He is, you know, I've told you this before, he's deaf. So, well, he's not deaf. He just can't hear very well. And he is so loud first thing in the morning. And the boyfriend stays in bed and I get up and go out and have a glass of juice or whatever. And my father's like screaming at me. And I just want to say, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> I'm not a morning person. Of course, he's been up since 4 a.m. So, anyway, next topic. <laughs> Um, Larry, if you have Archer over for dinner and, and the boyfriend, are, are you going to allow him to cook his own chicken? Well, it's it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, Extra Special Chris was trying to plan the menu when we were talking about it. And um, I said, you're really going to need to run that by me because um, I, I think I may – I will bring the cans of tomato soup. For <laughs> you could go run by McDonald's and pick up some chicken nuggets. Right, right. Oh, yum. Well, luckily, Extra Special Chris is a pescatarian. Um, so we will, I'm sure, be having some sort of crispy tilapia. Oh, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> right. He's like, I don't think Archer eats shrimp or anything, really. Archer doesn't eat food. Right. So, well, you know, I was listening. Highly processed. I was listening to the Daily Purge today, and Sean um, Michael Haas was saying that he um, is going gluten free now. And Rob Lindley was giving him a hard time, saying, "Yep, there you go, eating like a third grader." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I eat like a third grader too." <laughs> 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 Think of what a third grader would eat, and then that's what I'll eat. <laughs> but we are going to make a chocolate ganache cheesecake, so oh. you'll eat that, won't you? I'll try it. It's cheesecake, Archer, with chocolate. <laughs> Well, if he doesn't like it, he won't say anything bad about it. <laughs> there you go, Rick. True. He'll just slide it under the plate. <laughs> right. Okay, would you believe I hate cheesecake? And I have it everywhere because everybody always has it. And I never say no. And I make myself eat it. But I hate it. Oh, that's I like jello. I don't jello particularly with me. like cheesecake either. Well, I like cheesecake, but in very small amounts. Like I can eat like a little sliver of it. But that's about I think it. I'm going to have to go cook a cheesecake now. I, I'm coming over because I want a big hunk of it. Yes, I totally pull the Golden Girls and get my decaf coffee and cheesecake late at night and sit in the kitchen and, you know, have flashbacks. And who do you talk to? <laughs> so, <laughs> I will put Your on... Cat? I, it's Rose. He talks to himself. <laughs> <laughs> but his Gaflukenugan? <laughs> um, talk to myself. What? While we're speaking of dinners and all this good stuff, I just want to say that Julian and I are heading up the dinner for Gay Days this year. Oh, <gasps> you so, are. I thought you guys were going to make your marriage official 
I think oh, they, they did gonna... on the census. No, oh, I thought yeah. they were going to consummate it for real. No, that's gross. <laughs> How did you make <laughs> your marriage official on the census, Archie? They said they were. Um, oh, they did. Non-life partners living together, or something like that. On the right. census, unmarried was, partners. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, um, un- unmarried partners. Unmarried partners. Yeah. Two people live in the same house. Unmarried partners, because you know. Marriage isn't available to us here in New York unless we go out of town, out of state. We're coming up. Um, I'll witness it. Anyway, so um, Ricky, you're having a hard time doing this or something? What's the, what's the issue? No, we're, I'm not giving. I'm, we're not having a hard time. We just want to make sure that everyone, you know, people that listen to your show probably listen more to your show than mine or whoever's. Oh, that is so but, not true. Um, just to let everyone know that if they plan to be here for Gay Days and they would like to join us for the dinner, you could be a podcaster. Or a listener, just email us at foulmonkeys at gmail.com or jcmarple at gmail.com. I prefer it to go to Julian because he's actually like the Joan Crawford of the whole thing. And his, so his email is albino at foulmonkeys.com. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, How about if we're not podcasters or listeners, we're just hungry? <laughs> well, just as long as you're paying, that's fine. <laughs> now, have you but, picked the restaurant? Um, well, that's the thing this weekend, um, because Julian is, you know, crazy about this stuff. We're actually have to drive to Orlando, eat at the restaurant and see if we like it. And if we do, then we have to we're gonna be, you know, trying to make negotiations and all that crap. But um, Yeah, the Gravitas and I will not be joining you. We're gonna be in gr- gr- yeah. well, busy. <laughs> yeah. Doing what? Oh well, we're going Thinking to Greta. We're going to the circuit party. So, Larry. Oh, you're going to be doing math. How That's old nice. are you, Larry? <laughs> uh, much younger than everyone else there. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, you see those, those 40 year old queens doing the circuit parties? It's not really that kind of circuit party. It's um, They rent out Typhoon Lagoon, and it's just a big beach bash with a DJ. It's a lot of fun. Oh, okay. Um, is, there, is there a foam area? There is not. Oh. There will be by the end of the night. Are people naked by the end of the night? (laughs) No, they'll get thrown out. However, the Parliament House on Saturday night will also be avoiding everyone. There will be naked people in foam. Um, But, yeah. Oh, my. But it'll be fun because I'm not driving this year. so um, Even better. Yeah, I had to drive them around last year. But they're driving, so. So, Ricky, everyone will email you and you'll plan it. Yes, once we get to the restaurant and decide everything's okay, then we will give more details. Of course, it's like three months away, two months away, whatever. So, Do you have numbers yet of people who are, who? I mean, like, um, you already have some so, people who have said they want to go? Yeah, we, so far we have 20 people that have said yes, one maybe. 20 people? Are you serious? Yeah. So. Name, That's what we keep telling you guys. Everyone comes down. Like, if you're not coming and you are financially able, you really should. I mean, it's a good time. It's, it's fun. That's I'm uh, making my reservations probably next Monday. After. So is that a yes for you too, Holly? Probably. I just have to. I have to go to the new diamond mine and make sure that they'll let me take you know a couple days off. Since tell I them you're celebrating for- your gay holiday. <laughs> <laughs> tell them you're Jewish. <laughs> I'm going to tell them that if they don't let me off, I'm going to sue them for being homophobes. <laughs> it's always a good way to start it off, right? Do you know if this company has a um, policy that includes homosexuals? Well, they have pet 
insurance for Christ's sakes. I would assume they must. <laughs> they must protect the gays too. <laughs> I would think. So, Ricky, what is the date again? Oh God, really? You're going to ask me? It's yes, June because 4th. It's yeah, June it's 4th. June fourth yeah. on a Friday. Oh yes, yeah, and it's usually from like I guess I think we did it the past two years from like six thirty or seven to whenever. I can't get down there after work. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Plus, sad. you know, it might snow. Yeah, in Florida in June. In June oh, or between. Oh, there's a lot of snow that weekend, but it's not the. Kind oh of- yeah, there's going to be a lot of skiing. <laughs> sure. Larry's talking about cocaine, aren't you, Larry? I don't know what you're talking. I don't know anything about that for sure. Let's be very clear. <laughs> I just know that look. Uh huh. And I saw lots of that in cat tranquilizer last year, and I didn't know what it was. Oh, cat tranquilizer? The, the Gravitas had to tell me. I'm like whispering. I'm like, what is K? You know? Special K. Yeah. And he's like, it's K. You know, we're trying to be very discreet and cool. And he's like, it's cat tranquilizer. And I'm then trying to move my fat behind to the car to get out of there. <laughs> That's Holy like, crap. I see. I am okay, way too old what? for that stuff. I'm an old lady and I know that. Come on. Where have you been? <laughs> I am so not cool. Like, I am a. I'm not cool either, but. <laughs> I watch television, I guess. Oh, <laughs> so does Larry, the Golden Girls. <laughs> I know. Well, they didn't have a, a, a Memory Lane episode on cat tranquilizers on the Golden Girls, so I probably don't know about it. But. No, it was like that was the. I only saw drugs in one place last year. I'll have to say, um, the economy has hit the gays hard. So the gays that spend all their money on drugs can't afford to go party for the weekend. So, um, it used to be people were like passed out and puking and choking on their own vomit, like in every corner. But it was very clean last year. Well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, except it was a lot more fun for us lame people. <laughs> Until I took my shirt off and someone literally said, excuse me, aren't you Larry Vader? And then I put my shirt back on. <laughs> because I was embarrassed. Um, did the Glavitas just post a picture of himself? I... That's a nice bikini he's wearing. That is the... I took that photo, yes. Wait, where's the picture? Look in the chat room. Oh, there it is. Okay. Hmm. That you is- got your extra, extra <gasps> patties on? Oh my Wait, god. He is so hot. Oh, there we go. Wow. Let he me pop that picture out. Oh, it's bigger now. <laughs> Holy crap, is he hot. Ricky, did you pop out? Oh, I popped it out. Did you, did you See, poop out is. at parties? Oh my. <laughs> Ricky, can you pick no. Julian up off the floor now, please? I don't, I don't see Julian wants to know where the glitter is. Holly, look Where? up at, under the Gravitas. It says uh, uploadsmibit.com. I see it, but when I click on it, it doesn't open anything for me. Don't click on Typhoon Lagoon. Click on the square. The, yeah. The picture. Oh, the Gravitas. Oh, he's in Gravitas. He's, my got, nipples. he's got <laughs> glitter on his nipples. He did. <laughs> oh, I, I got a... Zoom in on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brother uh, Sinatus. Yes, I so am pretty. acting like a little 14-year-old girl. <laughs> so pity. But, like, here's the thing. Like, it's all fun to look at it now, whatever. But I was very uncomfortable when the Glovitus was taking his clothes off. And, like, he's the only one in a, like, Speedo or whatever. And I was like, I'm, I'm, and he's prancing around, like, jumping up and down. And 
you know. Well, Larry, was, if you had a body like the Gravitas, you'd be wearing a Speedo, too. How do you know I don't have a body? Never mind. I have met you. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. I still uh, love you, though, Larry. I Hey, I was happily the fat girl in the corner carrying the drinks and the coats. Though. You and me both. <laughs> and not because of the Glovitas, just because of it. Like, you see the, the pasty pale, good little fatty to the right of him. Like, that's what I was all over, um, actually. Uh-huh. We may or may not have been standing there on purpose. <laughs> if you're looking for that, you should go to Wet and Wild instead. Yeah, but I can't get the Glovitas or his other half to go to that. Um, and my Charleston friends who are going are really lame. So oh. I'd rather go and be the fatty at uh, at the – oh, I took that photo too. Um, oh, my God. You got to check out the Fresh Dance here. Yes, he was flash dancing under a shower. And you notice there are groups of people watching. I think I'd Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, no. Now, see, all the people who are listening to this later are not going to be able to see these pictures. Well, that's that's okay. They should should be on the chat chat room. You could download them, Archer, and then post them to your blog. I don't think I'll be doing that. (laughs) Those are copyright Larry Vader. You you please don't post those. Damn, that is a hot picture. (laughs) That'll just teach people to tune in live. Yeah. All right. Oh my. Yep. The, only the Glovitas brings a glitter and waterproof camera with them to a circuit party. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. I'm sorry. Did uh, uh, Bjorn is back? Just say Charleston equals lame. Where's he from? Texas, I think. Right. In Dallas, Texas, Dallas. I think. Okay. He's from from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. But he also dates his grandpa, so that really doesn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) The body because we know about it. What? Um, uh, So anyway, but this year I'm taking the five-gallon bucket of uh, industrial spray glitter, um, and we're just going (laughs) to coat the Glovitas down in the parking lot. Um, And maybe his other half, too, because he secretly likes glitter. And, you know... We're going to make a scene, so... I cannot stand glitter. I personally wouldn't wear glitter. Wear it or get it in um, greeting cards. I can't stand glitter. (laughs) You know what? I don't like glitter either, but for a weird reason. Um, From working for the last 16 years in the diamond business, if glitter falls off on the floor... That is the quickest way to have me down on the floor looking for things. Like, oh my gosh, are there diamonds on the floor? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. there goes Ricky's vibrator again. <laughs> Oopsie. Round two. My husband to turn is calling. It, Ricky. He's... What? My husband is calling. He's made dinner. so I'm Well, I, I, we should probably end this. We've been going for an hour and a half now. So um, time here too. I'm going to give you each a quick couple seconds to um, plug something if you'd like to plug it. And we're going to start with Mr. Larry H. Vader. That's V-E-D-E-R. <laughs> uh, we're live Friday night, 7 p.m., pride48.com, or visit us on the intertubes at uh, littlefatty.com. No www necessary. Will that be happening tomorrow night at 7? Yes, it will. And And big exciting news coming from the Vader family compound. Uh, so tomorrow night's show is going to be... Um, completely off the hook, so make sure you don't miss it. Uh, special, special surprises. It's a special Good Friday edition? It's a Good Friday, yes. Excellent, very good. 
Miss Holly, what are you plugging tonight? I do a podcast called We're Mean Because You're Stupid occasionally if you'd like to listen. But really, just go to my website and sponsor me on my walk for animals instead. Oh, that's right. You need to do that. I heard that on Arthur's show today. Because my new company will match anything I donate, and I'm matching whatever everybody else donates. Wow. So go to We're Mean Because You're Stupid.com. Very good. Michael Sage, what are you plugging tonight? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm still looking at the pictures of Gravitas. <laughs> I think he's plugging the Gravitas. Yeah, this. who wouldn't be? <laughs> I might be dry humping my iMac right now. Anyways, um, wow. Oh, there's another one. Hello. Oh, um, uh, hello. I have a blog. Do I have a blog? Hold on. I got to open this picture. Hello. Hello. There are more photos have been posted. Boy, that Glavitas loves to put his leg up, doesn't he? And <sighs> make me take a photo of it. That's nice. That is so not. Oh yeah. Um, I know you have a blog because I think I have a link on my website. Uh, yeah, yeah. Michael Allen Sage uh, dot blogspot dot. Somebody post another picture, Glavitas. Yes, there's a link <laughs> on my website, so you can go over there and check oh, it out. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Turniphead, what are you plugging tonight? Um, whoever knocks on my door. Ah, oh, you're so funny. Oh, I, try, I, try, I, try so far, I try so hard to make you laugh. Um, uh, turnipstyle.com, that's where you'll find me. Alrighty. And Licky, Big Licky, what are you plugging tonight? Um, check out foulmonkeys.com, and also if you're interested in the Gay Days Dinner, make sure you get a hold of us. We'd greatly appreciate it. And you can go to you get to Foul Monkeys by going to um, Ginger Bear and the <laughs> Albino dot Ginger Bear, yeah, Ginger Bear and Albino dot com. <laughs> Larkin, are you plugging anything tonight? I'll plug the Gay Trucker tonight. He's been doing some live shows on Pride Forty Eight on Saturdays at four Pacific, East seven Eastern Nattering time. Yes, right? seven p.m. Eastern time. That's the time zone that matters. Yeah, and I think last week there was Brian from Boston was on, but he was having problems with NiceCast and getting it to record multiple people, and so he got um, Brian and Boston and myself, but he didn't record himself, so there was no show. So if you weren't if you weren't there and you didn't get it live, you didn't get to hear it at all. Oh, that's too bad. It was a really good one, um, Brian from Boston told a sex story with a gay trucker with a cute little gay trucker wow well I'll be listening this Saturday because I'll I'll be free the boyfriend's out of town so good alright David B what are you plugging I'm from a little podcast known as the occasional fag and there's a link for that over there on the BFO I think there's a link on my site isn't there he was plugging the BFO. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. I um, you know Duh. what? Actually, I don't have a link. I need to put a link on my website. <laughs> How could I not have a link for the occasional fags? Oh, my God. That's sad. Did we not just make it through a podcast without talking about the BF? No chance. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you all so much for being on this episode of Archer Radio. I think we're going to call this one, That Was Ricky's Vibrator. That was big. No, no, no. That was Ginger Bear's uh, vibrator. That was Ginger. I like that was Ricky's vibrator. (laughs) All right. Well, say it with me, boys and girls. Until next time. 
Bye. Bye.